Well, good morning, Internet. Round two. We've had some technical fun this morning, and welcome to Cloud Talk Live. Ooh, yeah. All right, everybody, welcome. My name is Jeff Deverter. I'm the Chief Technology Evangelist here at Rackspace Technology, and I'm going to welcome you to Cloud Talk Live. First thing to do is for you to introduce yourself in the comments below, around, above. I don't know where you're watching, but I'd love to know who you are and where you are, because also, once we get into the conversation with my guest here today, that's how you're going to be able to interact with us, because this is a two-way conversation. You're not just listening. You're actually helping to drive the conversation. Uh, Ashish, welcome. Glad that you are here. Look, Ashish follows Instagram. The rest of you can, too. So if you want to get a hold of us, Folks, I'd love for you to send us an email. Send it over to solve at rackspace.com. And with that, you'll be able to get information to us, whether it is something you want. You've, maybe you've got a podcast idea for us. Maybe you've got a guest you think we should have on. Or maybe you've got some ideas to make the show better. Well, that's how you do it. Send us an email, solve at rackspace.com. Now, not everyone can make this time. It's at 8.30 a.m. Well, it's not 8.30 anymore. Central time here in the U.S., well, uh, we take the audio from these uh, live events and we make them available uh, in the podcast streams. So all you have to do is subscribe to where, hey, Randy's here. Yay, Randy. I've known Randy for so many years. Randy, you're going to be a guest on here. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah, podcast. So if you will subscribe to the podcast, Cloud Talk, uh, anywhere where you find podcasts, Apple, uh, over at Apple, over at Google, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, we're on Amazon Music, all the fun places. Then uh, if you can't make this live, you can at least keep up with what we are doing uh, here at the, at the program. And boy, do we have some great uh, episodes coming up, some guests. Now, none better, of course, than where we're heading today. As you know, the first Tuesday of every month is uh, we try to focus on it being a Women in Tech episode. Women in Tech Tuesday. Isn't that clever? The first Tuesday of every month. Now, we didn't do it on Jan in January because I was off the first Tuesday of the month. Uh, but now we're back. And boy, do I have an amazing guest for you today. Our guest is uh, the incredible uh, uh, Berju Ishikas. Now, Berju is coming to us live from Turkey. As you know, there's been some issues in Turkey, but I'm so glad that she is not impacted. In fact, let's bring uh, Berju up and you, uh, Berju, you can fill us in on what's happening in your country. Berju, welcome to Cloud Hello. Talk Live. Hi, Jeff. Hi, LinkedIn. I can see lots of amazing energetic audience here. So, so glad to be here. As you said, I'm safe. I'm based in Ankara, which is a couple hundred kilometers away from the earthquake center. For the ones who haven't heard, yesterday we had two very big on magnitude earthquakes in the east-south Syrian border of Turkey. Um, unfortunately, there are lots of people who got impacted, who lost their houses. We have, unfortunately, many deaths. Um, so it's, it's a bittersweet moment for us, um, especially at this point of time. Um, but we are doing our best to keep the morale high, like with this events, we are trying to help the people and your interactions are really helping. So happy to be here. Wonderful. We're so glad that you are here and, and you've taken the time. Now, folks, as you know, if you've been watching this program for any amount of time, you know, one of the ways to make a program even better is to have smarter people on the program than uh, than, than your host here. And I think we've absolutely done that with uh, with Berju here today. Now, Berju, uh, you've grown up in Turkey, correct? This is this is your homeland. Correct. That's correct. N 
Now, folks, if you've been watching this program as we've done it for the past couple of years, uh, or you, you've, you're making your career in and around tech, it's unusual. We don't see a lot of technology, at least that I haven't come across of it, but folks coming out of Turkey, especially women in technology coming out of Turkey. So, uh, Rashid, let's go back to the beginning. You know, when was it when you thought, you know, here's what I want to do with the rest of my life, and it entails technology? You know what? It was um, it was an interesting story, and when I think about this now at this age, I will of course not say my age, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> it is it's very kind of obvious and very well aligned with my values. Um, but mm. during the first times when I was trying to decide what will be my career journey, was around high school years when I was preparing for the university. And everybody was talking about, okay, what will be the best next career step for a woman? And I have something called a new shiny toy. It doesn't matter if it's technology, it doesn't matter if it is uh, in art, but technology was a new shiny toy. So I said, okay, there is something that I don't know. I want to explore. I want to grow myself, which is kind of a little bit untouched. This is what kicks me. So I decided, okay, I will I will just go with this um, department in university, which is electronics engineering. And thanks to Cisco's amazing programs like Cisco Networking Academy, if there's anyone graduated from Networking Academy, please send a note. I'm checking the notes over there. Uh, but it helped me to break in technical area um, in networking and cybersecurity. So this is how it started. That's incredible. Now, as, you, as you, you mentioned, you were just getting started in thinking about what you would do as you head into university, you're preparing for university. Now, folks, um, she takes things very seriously. I'm talking about her like she's not even here, but there she's listening in. Uh, when she went down the road for education, she, uh, she held nothing back. In fact, Daniel, if you can bring me full on the screen, what I want to share is a little, a little LinkedIn snooping brings up uh, her. Come on now. Look at this. Uh, a, a BS from Ankara University, Harvard Business School, Oxford uh, University of Oxford, and then of course on for an MBA in uh, entrepreneurship in entrepreneurial studies. That's a, you, you committed with some pretty heavy hitting uh, education. Um, you know what, what 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 is it about education that you realize this is an area you wanted to go in and focus on and come in with great power as opposed to maybe on the job training or self-studying, you know, you went down a very, a very formal road here to kind of tell us about that. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, um, when I hear about something that I don't know, and if I yeah. think this would be something important for my interest areas, I definitely go for it. And maybe it's because my parents are teachers. I am <laughs> very much on this. Okay. This is the official learning path, but the people who, I mean, the young people who are living around this time are super lucky. We have tons of like uh, how to get a career into this area, that area kind of material in the internet. And back then, and we are talking about 2000s, I started university in 2000 to be exact. Um, there were not much available resources in the internet and I didn't want to go from very different paths like, okay, is this the right resource to learn, do this, do that. So it was more around getting a structured training. It has nothing to do with the titles or the tags, but mm. you you are super lucky to live in this era. I'm not like 50 years old, but I feel like the time is changing. So this is why I go to this formal path. 
I love it. This episode of Cloud Talk is sponsored by Cisco App Dynamics. Technical environments are getting more complex, and Cisco App Dynamics is helping to cut through the noise. Their full stack observability solutions help make every tech decision a business decision and keep everyone all on the same page. App Dynamics software enables deeper understanding of both user and application behavior so that your teams can see share, and take action all in real time. Just go to appdynamics.com to learn more, schedule a live demo, or even start a 15-day free trial to see the difference for yourself that Cisco App Dynamics can make in your mission-critical applications. All right, with that, let's get back to the program. And uh, one other thing that I thought was was interesting is that as you then uh, dug into your professional career, I mean, you come in with with the right degrees, you've got the right understanding, you've got the right knowledge, but now you're in, like so many women, uh, especially here in the U.S., into very male-dominated uh, environment, but you go into it and it's a very different sort of a situation. I mean, not only is it male-dominated, but but you know there are certain cultural you know, norms that you're starting to break as you get into that. You told me a story when we were preparing for this. You went to go do a maintenance in one of your first jobs. And uh, and, and, and you, there, there was a challenge. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, sure. So this was my first job out of university. And I was working as a cybersecurity expert, willing to be expert kind of engineer. And back then they said, okay, we will give you a firewall, a hardware box. The cloud was not available back then. We were carrying those hardwares and boxes. So I put yeah. it to my backpack and I go to a maintenance window in another city in Turkey. Um, and you are, if you are working in tech, you know that you are doing such kind of big maintenance windows during nights. So we were at the 11th floor of a plaza. And then I said at some point, like 2, 2 a.m. in the morning, okay, I need to visit the ladies' room. and. I was the only lady in the room and everybody stared at each other and they were like, where is the ladies for ladies? <laughs> I was like, guys, <laughs> what's going on here? Don't you know? And then they realized, okay, we have a like secretary in the downstairs. So why don't you try this floor? And this made me think like, okay, they don't even know how many ladies are working in this environment and how to support yeah. them. It, it was not an inclusive environment. So this was my first interaction with this male-dominated area, Yeah, I would say. So, yeah, and here in America, at least we've had women in the workplace, granted, not necessarily doing the most, you know, higher jobs. They've been in, in secretarial and administrative type roles. So at least there were restrooms. You didn't even have a restroom uh, in that in that first big maintenance window. <laughs> Well, we fast yeah. forward. So what? So so there you were in cybersecurity, your, fir your first role. Let's jump forward a bunch of years here. Let's talk about the role that you have today with Cisco. Uh, and you've been working with Cisco for a number of years. So, so let's start with what was, wh what are you doing today? And then we'll talk about your Cisco career. Mm -hmm. So now, since last one and a half years, I'm working um, a division called AppDynamics with Cisco, which is an application performance, application security, cloud native applications um, software that we have. Uh, and I'm leading an amazing team of business value consultants and super technical guru kind of engineers, uh, which is kind of a perfect fit for my interest areas, a little bit of sales, a little bit of technical. Um, yeah. And this is what I'm doing, especially it, it's a pre-sales team, we can call it. 
Yeah, that's incredible. And that pre-sales team is so important because they're the ones who are coming along and ultimately kind of defining exactly, you know, what the technical solution is going to be. So there's so much discovery work as you as you figure that out. And isn't it great to be surrounded by some incredible rock star, technical rock stars? Um, one, because it's impressive to watch them work, but two, uh, getting to learn from them as well. Indeed. Hey, so Paul Paul Salas in the comments makes a great comment, and that is, he says, switch your New Year's resolution to always learn something new every year. Give some great examples of, of how to do that. So, Paul, thank you for calling that out. It's, it's uh, you know, as you think about folks here that work at Rackspace, we call ourselves Rackers, and we use the what's called the, uh, the Clifton Strengths to kind of gauge who we are and what we do. And everybody's got these different levels of strengths. I think there's 32, 36 of them natively. Everybody has a certain number of them, but you've got the top five. And everyone's top five is a little bit different. But the number one strength at Rackspace that everyone sort of has in common is a learner. So, uh, Brzeu, how do you continue to stay at the top of your game technically? Uh, where do you go to learn when it's not, you know, a formal program, maybe through Harvard Business School? Where, where do you go? Mm -hmm. So, it, it really depends, but I can share one best practice, my personal best practice, which works for yeah. me. Um, and talking about New Year resolutions, I'm doing it as year closure resolutions or achievements, let's say. Um, nice. As we said at the beginning, I'm based in Turkey and we are not celebrating Christmas in Turkey, but mm -hmm. as I'm working in a global group, all my stakeholders are off during half of December. They are enjoying the Christmas and everything. So during the silent time, I'm always trying to put a goal around a learning. And I do yeah. this one year technical, one year non-technical, because I want to be kind of well-rounded around what's going on in the business world plus the technical environment, which gives me energy and joy kind of personal achievement. So during this time of the year, I want to go from the official kind of path. And if I can name any names and vendors at this point, this year it is my year for getting um, an Amazon certification around security specialty. So I'm, I'm trying to do this. Uh, last year it was around more business. So this is what I'm doing. And I like having this structured, all available content for myself. Maybe it's because I'm lazy, you can call it. But during the no, you're, year, you're making use of the time that you got available to you. It's amazing when you got half a month to just focus on personal true. development, that's isn't true. it? That's true. And rest of the year, I can just use internet for my learning. YouTube, like such kind of podcasts and videos, are amazing for learning. Yeah, there's there's so much to learn. I mean, that's. My day is really full. Uh, I've made some changes in my life this year, which is allowing me to go deeper in, in some of my interest areas. But what really hasn't changed is that last kind of 30 minutes of the day when I'm you know, still focused on stuff is YouTube is generally where I'll go and, and what can I go and learn in, in 30 minutes. And mm -hmm. you can really find the experts in every discipline that you can even think of. It's all there some, and they're, they're publishing some great content. Indeed, and people in tech are very generous about sharing their knowledge. You just need to know who to follow, where to find the right information. And I like talking. Okay, minutes. so so you've opened that box. Who's your favorite person to follow? Any topic? Um, who do you like to follow on YouTube? Okay, I don't have just one single person. I cannot name anyone. Okay, <laughs> but these fair days, enough. I can, I can say um, I'm listening lots of podcasts, tons of them. Um, yeah. And I'm checking their YouTube if available. 
Love it. All right, so a question I tend to also ask a lot of the women who come on to talk on women in tech events is uh, I get a lot of emails. First of all, I get a lot of emails from our listeners and they will say, hey, this was a great episode. I loved your guest. You were okay, but I loved your guest. And I wanna take this, uh, take, this, take this home and play it for my 13, my 12 year old daughter, just so that they can be a little more inspired about what could be done in, mm -hmm. in their career. So, so the what question I have for you now is, what advice would you have for that 12 or 13 year old you know, young lady who might get a chance to listen to this episode? Or you could also think of it as, what advice would you have for 12 year old uh, Berju? Uh, in encouraging, you know, you along in your career, if you could speak into the past. Mm -hmm. I would just try to make her understand success doesn't come in one shape or form. Uh, mm -hmm. So one person's success definition will not fit for you, but I would try to help this small child to understand what would be my personal values and do some reverse engineering. These are my values and I need to come up with a definition of success which is aligned with my values. This is what works for me. Um, so I want this small girl to know this a little bit earlier. It would help to save some time. That is such a great bit of advice. Uh, it's super insightful, but it's also spoken like a good uh, engineer. You know, figure out what your values are and reverse engineer it. Pick it apart and, and write the code to apply to yourself. You know, it's so easy for uh, for anybody, but especially young women, to idolize the success of others and to try to, you know, match or model that as opposed to, like you said, what are your values? What are your goals in life? And then how do you reverse engineer that to know that little changes are things that you could be doing at 12 and 13 and 14 years old can have significant impacts later on in life? Indeed. Indeed. Well, Bershu, thank you so much for being a part of our program here today. I love it so much. We've had you've had a great audience from Brazil to all over the Middle East, Tennessee. I'm always good to see somebody from Tennessee. My son is in Tennessee, Nashville specifically right now. Um, uh, great to have everyone here. England is here. Uh, amazing. So thank you so much, Bershu, for being a part of our program today, for suffering through our technical challenges. And, uh, and, and I hope you have an amazing day. And of course, our thoughts and prayers are with you and your countrymen uh, as you work through this, this current tragedy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And thank you for our amazing audience. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Well, everyone, that is going to wrap up uh, this episode. And I want to remind you that you can always find the text from uh, or the audio from these episodes in the podcast uh, for Cloud Talk. So just go subscribe to that and check it out. Always available to you. You can listen to it whenever you want. Even you, Randy Moreland, uh, there in North Carolina. Glad that you're here as well. Folks, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Next week's episode, I've got a slide for this. Let's go pull that up real quick. Uh, next week's episode is a little bit different. I don't know if you're doing the math, but today is the seventh and we're back in seven days. So that makes our next episode. Uh, oh, I got to boo a lot of fast forwarding here. Uh, that makes our next episode on Valentine's Day. That's right. And our next episode is aptly entitled, here we go, wait for it, for the love of the cloud, folks. We are going to talk about how the cloud is helping make a significant impact, not only in business lives, 
but in people's lives. So I'm going to be joined by my uh, partner in crime here at Rackspace, Ben Blancara. It's going to be a great episode. I hope you'll set your alarms for it. We're going to have this whole event thing figured out, and you'll be able to join, schedule that and join it uh, in advance. And hopefully we'll have subtitles down below. It'll be amazing. So until next week, everybody, this is Jeff Diverta for Cloud Talk Live, and I will see you next week.